I made a habit of doing devotions, even though they'd be so boring, even though sometimes I'd learn nothing. Yeah. But then eventually, I'd make reading the Bible something I'm used to until the words in the in the Bible are being revealed to me. The mysteries in the Bible are being revealed to me because you have through through consistency, Definitely. you're you're showing desire. Hello there. Welcome to Talk Notes. Today I'm sitting with a very good friend of mine, and his name is Moses Mwai. Before we even start this podcast, we did a, a small prayer to just honor this talk that we're gonna have today. And I like the fact that he put this on a very important level because this is so important for me, and I believe we're gonna share a lot of insightful. Uh, information on this pod- podcast. So let me just allow him to present himself. And yeah, just. Right. Yeah, this is me, Moses, the guy he's talking about. Um, so I I do not know how to introduce myself. So I'll <laughs> just do the super regular one that people do when they're introducing themselves. Yes. I'm a USIU student. I'm in my third year and I'm studying finance. And one of the most amazing things I could say about my life is that I recently got saved, which was like, um, well, in on December fifth, and mm-hmm. tomorrow it will be my sixth month of salvation, and it nice. has been an interesting walk, and so I'm highly privileged to be on this podcast sharing mm-hmm. experiences of God knows what I'm about to talk about because <laughs> I have no clue, but then I know. As we prayed previously, that um, the spirit speaks words that the listeners are ready to hear. Yeah. So I can't wait to see what will be spoken. Yeah. Reason why I brought you on this podcast is because I feel inspired by you, and I feel like you're you're one of the person I would say uh, I wish many people could listen to, and. Why not do it right now, since we have uh, a platform that we can just share openly? So, <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here, Moses. Um, so, Moses, can you just tell me? Uh, I always like to go back to this. How was your childhood? I would like to know that. My childhood. Yes. <laughs> can you just explain to us? Uh, I have a wonderful mother mm-hmm. and a wonderful father and a big brother that's just super cool. Um, so my, my, okay, my childhood was naughty. I was definitely a naughty child. So I okay. had a lot of interactions with my mom in terms of just how beating me up, but not, <laughs> but not like beating me up like that. I don't, she guess like, you know, suing my mom, but, um, she was like, you know, I just used to, you know, just the, the quintessential, you know, African child story yeah. where you, you really get beaten up and like, you know, you're like super naughty and I was super playful. Um, the other day, a, a small cousin of mine told me that he saw a photo of, of me, but I then like, like I was <laughs> laughing and I was making my uncles and like I was sharing jokes with my uncle and aunties and stuff like like super old people. Mm-hmm. So I was really shocked. I was like, wow, I never, I, I like I had no fear expressing myself when that moment came because there's times when you're shy. Mm-hmm. And then there's times when it's impossible for you to shut up just because your energies are beyond your limit. Mm-hmm. And that, yes, yeah, so I had an exciting childhood because I was super expressive. Yeah. I liked to play foot, 
football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then oh yeah, I was, I, I, I like I was super close with my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super. I still am though. I still am. Yeah, you're very close with your parents, and yeah. it is so interesting to me when sometimes because I live with I, I we're neighbors, me and and Moses, and it's just now that we got to talk to each other. Before I used to feel scared of talking to him. He has had different path in his lives and. The one which is in right now, it's so amazing. We're gonna get into that. But then, you have um, you have talked about you know about your childhood and that you and that you were so playful and all that. Extrovert. Yeah, I was your typical extrovert. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Uh, how would you describe yourself right now? Typical extrovert. But then. Okay, so I feel like my life has really gone through a paradigm shift mm-hmm. over the past five months. So the description I'd give of myself right now is different from one that you would have heard of me in January. Exactly. Completely different. Because mm-hmm. the one in January was extroverted towards, like, I was very, I was into everything. Yeah. Like, there was nothing that I wasn't, you know, I didn't want, there was nothing I did not want to be in touch with. So the difference between me this year before and after I got saved is right now that I'm saved, my expression towards people is inspired by telling them about Jesus Christ and Mm -hmm. how cool he is and how the perception people have of him as this no-nonsense person and, you know, just like this, like, uh, this one person you're supposed to believe in 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 every way and, like, you have to change your habits and Mm -hmm. become a super... Like, you know, it's, 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 I feel like it's an indoctrine that has led many young people to postpone the decision to give their lives in the right way to Christ. And so my expression is with purpose. Whereas before my expression was more so to look at a nice spot to fit in. Mm-hmm. So like where I loved a lot of music, I liked to share with people a lot of music so that they can know how cool I was yeah. in terms of, you know, like expressing a whole different culture but then now it's more like i'm so into jesus christ and it is because i allowed him to enter so what i realize is a lot of people have blocked him out so Mm -hmm. i'm expressing to them what it means to let him in yeah and that's become my ex then that's become like you know my my extrovert um quality is with purpose yeah that's how i would describe it right now yeah, uh, what I feel like you're talking about is more about, you know, not being influenced by peer pressure, right? Yeah. And I feel like in college and in high school as well, this is something that we see a lot. To what extent did you feel like you're being influenced by, you know, your surrounding and you just decided that, you know what, I need to change? How did that go for you? Can you just talk about that? Mm, well, um... First of all, trends, I feel like trends change a lot and trends make people change a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess that's one thing. Mostly with, I think the drug scene is something that a lot of people, at least around our area, have 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 seen has an influence. Like, for example, we listen to a lot of hip hop. Yeah. And a lot of the behaviors we carry are influenced by a tiny bit by oh, that yeah. which we listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I feel like after I got saved, um, 
you you kind of every um your eyes and your whole senses are tuned into the person of Christ because he is a person that is timeless i was listening to something that says he's alpha omega not alpha and omega yeah where it's not from the beginning it's in a certain time period he was the same as he is right now and will be forever mm-hmm. so in following him like you're not following trends it's just that you're becoming him through the trends that people are following mm-hmm. which is super cool so i guess in the past i really used to follow like um in hip hop there used to be a lot of like let's say sip codeine so i had that in my portfolio of drugs there's a lot of weed the weed culture is the heaviest i think yeah. so you have a lot of people like you 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 go listen to reggae they'll make you feel spiritual while you smoke you'll go listen to mellow music it'll make you feel like you're meditating while you smoke you'll go mm-hmm. um then there's people that say they like to be active and they like to read when they smoke so you'll feel like that intellectual smoker so with all these trends but then all that changed that's why i say my life became a paradigm shift where it stopped being follow the culture to follow what Christ describes you to be because uh-huh. if culture was to describe you and it's changing every time you'll you'll never really learn a lesson you'll just go through lessons in life yeah but then in Christ you'll always learn a lesson that will prepare you for a next stage and the way you learn the lesson will be but it'll be something for you to teach somebody else because they'll pass through the same stage and you will inspire with like within their hearts what Christ inspired to you but then it will be but then how they'll deal with it will be different yeah so i feel like through 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 christ trends don't affect me anymore anymore yeah and i guess that's that answers the question of you being a very uh self disciplined you're so grounded with yourself cuz i know that for a fact <laughs> when you're talking about something and this really fascinates me a lot cuz this is one of the uh qualities that i like in have to have personally and i like to you know identify within other people and i think that you have it that's uh you know when you say that i am going to do this you do it and that also explains the way you changed to a whole different person yeah. you definitely have that grounding factor in your life for example um if you okay that's a very minor example but then i've seen that when you say that i'm gonna you really treasure your plans like if you have something planned for for the next morning that means you'll plan for it like i really like that um can you tell us more about that cuz i feel like you have it but then i just can't come up with one example what yeah, example I yeah wait, I, i know you know right you have now, it i i do i know I, you I, have I, it do i do i, I do know I, you have it listen listen so i might but i might not for example right uh-huh. um i set myself to do a devotion mm-hmm. every day yes. like every day and do you i make devote an hour at least to meditation in christ like read the scriptures and pray you know like at least for one hour every day mm-hmm. cuz in a way when you do that the timetable you set is it becomes easy for you to flow into it not for you to direct everything into the timetable yeah you get but cuz you know sometimes i do listen to that human inside of me that yeah, says like, i'm kind of tired yeah yeah exactly so sometimes it fails so mm-hmm. indeed i do set plans but then um the reason okay so there's this thing 
where you learn to pray to God because okay so human beings are under the influence of time and that's why time is the footprint of things on earth yeah so everything that you do is subjected to a time, to time. Yeah? but then God is beyond time instead he places people in time that's why he's greater than time that's why he's alpha omega he's yeah. all through that which you live in yeah. you get so whenever i pray i set god to put me within the times that i hope i will you know like let's say if i have a timetable and i need to be somewhere at 4 p.m. i pray that god will work out my environment to ensure at 4 p.m. i am at that place that place but the thing is with praying he aligns your life so that it, the choices that you make will have you being placed in that place because he's given you direction mm-hmm. you get so a lot of times i do make plans and a lot of the plans that i make actually do not bear fruit but then the thing is when when something happen when i plan something and it doesn't happen something else happens and i end up being more i i end up appreciating more the the value of Of, of seeking God first before I do anything. Yeah. Because it, it 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 just ends up being amazing. For example, we went to the children's home yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was amazing. We were supposed to go on Thursday, and we were so so basically I had planned everything to ensure that the fulfillment of that plan was going to be on Thursday. But things changed. Uh-huh. There were certain people that needed to be there that on Thursday would not have availed themselves, such as yourself, for example, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then on Friday people were able to come and on that same Friday we were able to pray in the presence of people that God wanted to be there. Yeah. You see. So mm-hmm. sometimes we'll plan things. Planning thing I mean planning things is a discipline in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means that you look forward to something. It means it it like you don't like you have a sense of direction in life, which yeah. is a good thing. And that's something I appreciate for myself. Mm-hmm. But with planning I like to have God in it. Mm, that's so that his one. his glory is the purpose of it, not my own. Yeah, cuz you know, it goes beyond our yeah, something our that we can desires. you know, uh change. It's like we can't there is a limit that we can't just go beyond and yeah. that's when God comes in and then, you know, yeah. we need to he seek his yeah. Yeah, he's the Actually I was I, I, like I was listening to a sermon that said between a prophecy and a manifestation is a mystery. Mm-hmm. One of those mysteries could be God's intervention. Definitely. Which is super heavy like between Moses crossing the people from the Red Sea and them actually being told that I promised you guys this land was God's intervention and him separating the waters so they could walk through. Which yeah. is super massive. So asking God for help is creating a supernatural effect within your natural tendencies. Mhm. Boop. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Um I think it goes beyond that cuz yeah. um that was in terms of planning now. Yeah. But there is also in terms of, you know, habits. Yeah. Yeah, cuz and yeah. that's exactly where the, where I was trying to go and then we we went into time and planning, which yeah. was good, but then how do you just you know do that like well one thing i can say or one thing that's ringing in my mind yeah is that habit forms character mm-hmm. so every time you form good habits even though they will take a lot from you what you're 
uh, like what you're forming behind the scenes is very good character. And I think that's something I've learned. When I got saved, I made a habit of doing devotions, even though they'd be so boring, even though sometimes I'd learn nothing. Yeah. But then eventually I'd make reading the Bible something I'm used to until the words in the, in the Bible are being revealed to me. The mysteries in the Bible are being revealed to me. Because you have, through, through consistency, you're, you're showing desire. And whatever you desire will be fulfilled unto you. For mm-hmm. if you show that your heart, it's like there's a way. Okay, so there's when God sees you reach out, He will reach in. Yeah, you get. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, if you seek, it's like an energy that you seek. It's going to come to you. So when you form a good habit, if you form a habit of doing something that's good. You'll never notice it forming your character until people start to speak of your transformation. You get that's an amazing thing. So, for example, we'll talk about planning. Yeah. If you always plan your stuff, you'll end up finding you'll find yourself having good time like management, and then you'll have like you'll just have good character traits. Mm, yeah. And they'll become part of your nature. They'll become an intrinsic nature within you. That people will describe you by. Like my brother is one person that he used to for he formed a habit of reading while he was still very young, and right now he he cannot start his day without having a book close to him, and he can definitely not end his day without having a book close to him. In fact, we try to snatch him, like we try to snatch his company because books have become his best friend. You get, and it's like, and that's something that he formed off of a habit that inevitably became a character. Yeah. So good, and and but and on the other like hand, never assume that your bad habits will stop if you're trying to get good character. Like the seed that you plant, like the the fruit that you get is based off of the seed that you plant. Mm-hmm. So never expect good fruit when you're planting bad seed. It, it's never going to be like that. Yeah. Make effort to be that person that you see yourself to become in the future. And slowly by slowly you'll become it. Like it's, I, I think I've told you guys many times, the destin, like the, the beauty in the destination, like in terms of your journey, is based off of the diamonds that you pick on the path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two very important uh, points that I got from that is that, uh, you know, it's all about consistency. Very much so. Like, in a habit. And I think I've seen that myself. And, uh, yeah, I've seen that myself. It's really Even powerful. in what you're doing. Like, yeah, it becomes, you'll have such a natural frequency in what you're doing. Yeah, it's that really powerful. So I think everyone should try that. Frequency. Thanks for just, you know, bringing that up. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, very much. Because just know that whenever you keep doing something over and over again it just becomes not you know it just becomes natural and i think that many people know that but we just forget sometimes but i think that's what happened for you right a a practical thing to try is this thing called the master rule of 21 do something at the same time every day for 21 days straight it becomes uh 21 if you're gonna wake up and if you want to wake up at six Mm -hmm. wake up at six every day for 21 days straight and it'll become a habit so never miss a day if you miss a day start again start again and eventually your body will be tuned like it'll become a habit in the same way for example if if 
the day has started. You naturally eat breakfast every morning. That day when you miss breakfast, you won't necessarily be hungry, but your stomach will be rumbling like mm-hmm. you've never eaten before. See, you formed a habit of eating every time in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a very good one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, it, that's how. Like, that's a way to see how habit has even formed the responses in your body. You get. Mm-hmm. So now imagine what a good habit will form in your character. That's really nice. While we're still talking about you know habits and, do you think you have a routine? You have a routine, right? A morning routine. Can you just share? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I guess my morning. Wow, no, it's random. What do you mean? I don't necessarily. I'm not a you special have guy. A all I, I mean, know you don't is, even have to be okay. Perfect. All I know is, in every morning, I have to either read the Bible, mm-hmm. listen to a sermon. I have to do a devotion. You know, I have to do something. Okay, every morning I have to pray. For sure, I have to pray. Whether short or long prayer. Yeah. An interaction with God makes you aware that you have a relationship with Him, and the in, and then now oh yeah beautiful so the the fabric of your interaction will make you aware of how intimate your relationship is. Can you say that again? I don't know how to repeat some <laughs> of that like that. So basically, Just the thing me. is, the thing is, yeah, the more inter, the more you interact with God, or how you interact with God will confirm that you have a relationship. But then the way you interact with him will make you know whether or not it's intimate. So every morning, I try to remind myself that I need to have an intimate relationship with God by praying, by listening to a sermon, and by understanding something new, a new concept of God that has never, like I've never understood or mm-hmm. I have once observed, but, I, but it's never been revealed to me in a certain way. I like to know God in a certain way and walk with that conviction throughout the day. Because with God, all things are possible. Without Him, things begin to fail. Mm-hmm. So I guess my routine is, do, um, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Yeah. So that's the first thing I seek. When I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking God. You know, like just I'm thinking God, and then God is thinking, "Hey, Mose, I'm out here, man. I got you, bro. Let's work together." And then that's how the day continues. Yeah. So I guess my routine is, you know, my routine is to have something of God in the morning and at night. Also. At night. At night, I like to say a prayer before I sleep, because you, you know, not everybody makes it through the night. The night. You know, every yeah. day, somebody's burying someone, and thank God it's not you. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Regardless of the beliefs and, you know, people have different beliefs. Uh, I myself, I'm a Muslim. And um, I just feel like starting a day with, uh, you, know, you know, being grateful and just knowing that there is a creator that created us. It is something. You just walk your day with him. You just walk your day in a very powerful way. Sometimes I used to see that, you know, it kind of reduces your your problems during the day. Have you seen that? <laughs> there's someone I was listening to that said there's something, there's a difference between true and truth. Mm-hmm. So, um, a true thing is you have problems. The truth is those problems don't describe you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I'd say. So, if you did pray, it's maybe because the influence of the problems that were surrounding you, they lost value so right. to the point where you didn't even see them anymore like today's devotion was about walking in christ 
and the basic thing is when okay so when when like when you get saved Christ has his humble abode in you which means you are now his habitat you get and realizing who Christ is will make you understand that you can you have already overcome all things and so when you have problems you walk in victory through this problem mm-hmm. you get so the problems are not actually there to bring you down but to show you that you are indeed strong yeah you get so if 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 say you have a routine of reminding yourself of who you are in God and in, in Christ what you're saying basically is i have worn an armor yeah that problems cannot penetrate through and so i am actively daily walking in victory because of he that is within me that is greater than he that is in the world yeah massive <laughs> <laughs> massive <laughs> oh my god i don't know if you guys feel this moses is one of the you're just so incredible to be around with you just provide this Thank energy you. like Yeah, well, but I think it's 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 more so you would never have said this before 5 months which means for what okay what that reveals to me the observation I make in that is receiving Christ is more than just a decision that you're like okay now I'm going to heaven no what it means is heaven has come into you yeah and I remember yesterday like yesterday as we prayed um after just when we were leaving the children's home yeah I kept on saying when something inspires you don't keep the inspiration to yourself otherwise that inspiration is meant to be expressed we call this faith in action so like if if so so when I got saved what I did is I received Christ within me mm-hmm. so I received an invincible god inside of my heart that within this world I can walk with but the thing is in walking with him he begins to take hold of me in various ways so where my concept in life was derived from things of the world my concept in life is now derived from the word of god so every time i think and every time i desire every time i will what i communicate is god right mm-hmm. and what you see is it begins to transform you until others around you take a notice of it uh now let me ask you in your life who has been an influential person like so till now oh, so the cool. Moses that I see right now that is so cool i was literally having this thought in the morning and mm-hmm. i was wondering who would i ever describe as my mentor Yeah, c'est impossible eh, just to think of it. But then yeah, it is it is always a hard uh, question. First and foremost, but there I is have to thank I want to say God and Christ Jesus obviously, my you know, my pioneer, the cornerstone of my life. Yeah. And then I'm going to say my parents because the first access to the first access I had to God was not even Jesus Christ, was my parents because my my you know, the 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 most basic understandings of this world were found in my parents and how they lived life and i'm just glad that they always revealed to me that the source of who they are is actually god mm-hmm. and 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 how i how how able they are to provide 
is basically how much they open themselves up to God's giving. Amazing. So I'd say my parents are my first mentors. Then I'd say my brother. My brother is one person that applies a sense of consistency that I've never... People, even family members don't even think it's possible. They're like, wow, this guy is cut from a different cloth. He's wow. a boss. Yeah, so I'd say <laughs> him. I'd say him. And then I'd say... Now, okay, so after I got saved, I said I listened to a lot of sermons. So I'd say a lot of the preachers that I listened to, from Miles Monroe, Bill Johnson, Todd White... Uh, you know, these guys really inspire my walk of salvation. I'd say my cousin. In fact, yesterday, my cousin called Jenny is the one that um, uh, inspired me to do to do this thing for going to the children's home. But remember what I told you, seek God and everything, everything. will be added unto you. Yeah. I saw, I was like, okay, God, this idea has been planted. And before an idea becomes something that can be fabricated, it goes through a process, man. And God began to fill that process within me until it became something I can see. So an idea was transformed into a vision, was transformed again into something active only through God. So, wow, I just took God back into his face. No, okay, wait, it was my cousin, though. My cousin is a voice of influence that I really listen to, and she, she, you know, I really listen to her. Her name is Jenny. She's an amazing person. Another cousin of mine is called... um, Lord forgive me. <laughs> I, no, she's called Phyllis. Yeah, she's called Phyllis. Yeah, she's called Phyllis. She's and called she's, Phyllis. Yeah, and she's amazing, dude. She is so spiritual. It doesn't make sense, but that sense of spirituality has exalted her. It's just wow. She makes me know that following God is real. It's so real, but it requires such an intimacy. It requires such a submission. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I'd say. Huh? And then I'd say, I've never thought of this. Is, I always think about this question. I know. I always answer it to myself, but I've never thought I would actually be asked. That's so cool. That it's <laughs> just so cool. Um, well, because, you know, again, another thing is, before I got saved, the way I'd answer this question is completely different. different. I used to answer it like this. My, my number one influence in life, I kid you not, used to be Mark Miller. Mac Miller was, I used to follow this guy's music, man. I'm like, I, I listened to every word. Was like, wow, this dude's super cool. Mm-hmm. Another guy was Abso, this guy from TDE. I used, to, I'm like, what? This guys have insights on life that are bizarre, beyond normal. But then God changes you and then he's, and then you begin to see that everyone has specks of his glory. So imagine what you'd receive if you turned to the glory itself. Mm-hmm. I like everything you just, you're saying. The way, you know, things can change. Like, just yeah. as simple as, just as simple as, uh, you know, a mentor or someone that influences you. We've, we've mentioned quite a few times that you, you know, you used to be different and then yeah. suddenly you changed. Yeah. Can you just tell us what you know, what made you change? Well, my friends ask me that a lot. But then there was one friend I was sitting with, mm-hmm. and he actually said something I never knew that had an, a massive influence. All through my life, I've been looking for God, but I looked for him in the wrong places. Okay. Which is, and like, and this guy, he's, he said it, and he's like, Moses, you've always been that guy who's into, I want to know more about self. And I'm like, you know, like you, you really look into it and you're really trying to find it and stuff. But then 
you'd tap into something and tap out of it so quick because in it you do not find truth in it you just find theory so you'd find a lot of things that make sense but nothing that adds value mm-hmm. crazy so i used to read books like um deepak chopra was a guy who like reading about reading books like um boom 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 come back my my first book <laughs> no the first book that i read in fact the one that i told you about destination and then on the path you pick diamonds was from a book called the monk who sold his ferrari that book i can't lie was a tipping point it was a point where i was like oh wow this consciousness thing is interesting it's very interesting cuz a friend of mine once comes to the house and says there are three types of consciousness Mm-hmm. subconsciousness the one that's you know yeah sub yeah. and then there's the consciousness that we have yeah. and then there's a super consciousness the one that we receive from that feeds these other consciousnesses you get from these two so now that super conscious is who would say is god then the conscious uh, is us and we see and we receive our consciousness from god but then the things that remain within us that are inside of the conscious are now the subconscious so the the very source of all these things was the superconscious so a lot of the things that i used to like want to learn about would show thing like would show a concept of superconsciousness but then they'd make it seem like it's in your consciousness so they'd make it seem as though you are inside of you okay like okay your very nature is god right mm-hmm. they they make it seem like that but then so many instances in life i'd see that it is impossible to feed from myself because i am i'm it's like i'm a i i'm a vessel that's not feeling in you get mm-hmm. so i'm going to be emptied out you get so now the 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 concept of the, the so um a lot of so i guess in life i went through that thing where i i got wrong concepts of the superconscious until one time i i go to church yeah and i'm sitting with this kid he's a cool kid um his name is Joel i he's really cool i was so shocked that day so this kid i was in saints with him and while i was in saints this guy was like you know we 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 used to do drugs together he was a year below me but then like he was we were into the world we were in the world together like you know we were you know yeah we were rocking the sinful boat heavily mm-hmm. and um one day i'm in church and this guy has gone through this transformation and i think the thing about the transformation with christ is you don't keep it to yourself because it's super amazing that you just share it and you share it with passion you don't share it like you're sharing a lesson you're sharing it like you're sharing experiences that just add on to each other you get and so he keeps on telling me about so i'm telling him about this consciousness stuff and he's telling me about them but then he's referencing them to Jesus Christ putting inside of him this insights yeah which is crazy so i was like i'm reading about these things that people have done my life is not becoming these things but then i really know a lot about these things he for a short period of time has learned about Jesus but the amount of Jesus he is showing me is way more than anything i've ever sought after i was inspired bro super yeah. inspired and then Um a few Sundays later I I go to church and this preacher called Nelly Shani is giving a sermon on generational curses. It was interesting that sermon cause I was like it took me back to many of my habits and made me realize that inside of me is seed that has a memory of the many things I have done 
and if I was to have a child, this child would have within them the characteristics that I have based off of the habits I have formed. You get? So, and, and I saw in a flash, because there's a time, I, like when I was a kid, I had a dream of me holding a baby. A baby. A baby. A baby. <laughs> a baby. This baby looked so pure. This baby looked so clean. This baby looked amazing. But then I looked at many of my, my habits. I looked at my character and thought of that same child and saw something. I saw a child that was destroyed, a child that looked weak, a child that was confused, a child that just looked burnt out by what life has to offer. And I was like, this is not what I want my generation to look like because of me. It's not even because of their choices. It's just that what if their choices are there because of who I was when I was here? You mm -hmm. get, and I, that changed me. I was like, so, so in believing in Christ, you go through a paradigm shift, but you're not the only one to benefit from the paradigm shift. So you refusing to uphold Christ, to have Christ in your heart, is you ignoring the change that you can bring to people after you that you will bring to the earth. Yeah. And that for me was it. And when she said, who wants to get saved? I was like, I put my hand up quick steps, man. I was like, yo, I am not going to be the reason for the death of my generation. I would rather be there and say I lived a life worth people talking about. Like, bro, if I was to die today without being saved, my eulogy would be a lie. My eulogy would be things that people had to really look into their minds to remember how good I was. Mm -hmm. But my eulogy now after salvation is something that inspires me to live for God every day. Mm -hmm. Because in living for God, you live with the right standing with Him. And it's a beautiful story. You know, you finding your path with your spirituality, that's so impressive. There's one thing that I would like to, to bring in as, a, as an example. There is, I remember once, you know, a friend of mine asked this publicly. He was like, if you had a kid right now, and I think that's what you try to refer to, if you had a kid right now, would you be able to accept them to have to be exact same way you are? Like right now, yeah, but in the past, no. Yeah, like in with past, everything no. that you have, and then it calls in a very urgent action to just you know change yourself. If yeah. I am like this. And I know my flaws and I know what I'm not good at. Obviously, I wouldn't want my kids to be like that, you know, you know. Yeah. So I think that's exactly what you're trying to refer to. And then you also talked about, you know, that kind of helped you. That kind of influenced you to just be awake and be like, oh, I am not leaving for myself here and what I am doing will at some point influence the future generation. Yeah. You know, we just leave behind our steps and then that's what our, the future generation will go from. They will just follow our footsteps. Wait, uh -huh. through this, through this though, um, I would like to say that the only, okay, because there's a lot of self, 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 um, self I self. credit it to Christ, Christ yeah. not myself. So in fact, the only credit I give myself is with the free will every man is given, I chose not to live for myself but for Christ. 
-hmm. and in living for Christ, everything was added onto me. So it's not that I did, the only thing that I did for myself was learn about Christ. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. And Otherwise, just, everything I oh, am wow. is I'm I'm a, I'm basically um, my body is under the influence of that which the spirit of God feeds me with. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a powerful force that is that is the source. To, yeah, that's to like everything. the power supply. Yeah, for everything. To that which I'm feeding. Yeah. So exactly. Like, yeah, I don't want to say that it's anything to do with self. The self-awareness, yeah. no, I think it's just God. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. And one thing I would like to also talk about is, you know, we have different ways of getting to find that, you know, getting to learn about that force. And we learn it at different time, differently. And different timings like for yourself right now for example you kind of learned it you just told us you know that shift about that happened five or six months ago yeah you know and what would you tell someone who hasn't gone through that shift someone who hasn't you know gone to that time where they say oh i am having a shift i need to change what would you tell them so first of all you're special. Every person mm -hmm. in this earth is special. Mm -hmm. And a way to confirm that is by looking just at your fingerprint. Mm -hmm. Nobody has your fingerprint, which means somebody took time to create you and create you creatively. Yeah. And that that creativity he used to create you with that you can testify by looking at your fingerprint is inside of your heart. One thing I could say is that if you do look at your fingerprint and realize you're different, look around not that yeah actually yeah you're different but you're the same because you're still human but then you're just different from every human because your fingerprint is different so there is something within you that stands out that you have been sitting on so what you need to do is for me i just i looked i used to have a thing where i'd observe my environment mm -hmm. and then every day i go back to my house i'd think about myself and the like I'd carry out a SWOT analysis, uh, strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. Every day. Yeah, and you just, you kind of look at yourself, and then you're looking at the world around you, and you're thinking, am I a person that's trying to, like, fit into the world, or mm -hmm. is the world trying to fit into me? So the difference between, the first one is a person that can easily be influenced. So one thing is you're not finding value in the, in the, in, in the, in your fingerprint. Your, your fingerprint means nothing to you. You being special means nothing to you. Mm -hmm. But the other person is looking at the fingerprint and seeing that I am special. And that's something that you have to, to take within yourself. And the thing is, the more you notice how special you are, the more you understand how he that made you thought of you before you even came as a special person. Mm -hmm. And that special, that special nature within you is activated when you allow he that created you to use you for things that you don't even understand but you will walk in you get so number one thing is you will notice your gift by looking at yourself outside of others and at more inside like more inward and the thing is realizing your gift is one thing applying your gift to change the world is another thing uh, like realizing your gift does take discipline but then one thing i'll say is it does also take a bit doesn't it you don't have to be secluded 
but you really do need some time alone for you to understand more of who you are mm. but then you also need some that you also need to humble yourself and go through discipline for you to learn how to apply your gift in this world that needs your gift with other people yeah because you're not in this world alone you're in this world with others which means you share in the tiny resources that you have so your divine nature will cause that which is there be more than enough for those that you're around with so you really because god is in every person and he is waiting for people that have within themselves uh, a chance for god to be within them to be activated so that other people will learn it also and that cuz god is love and what and one thing that makes you tap into god is his never ending expression of love to you and that never ending expression of love to you he is waiting for you to be used as a message to other people of that same thing and if you receive god's love all you can do is express it so imagine a world where everybody expresses love we share out of necessity not because one seems so much so because that's now partiality if i look at you and assume you do not need and i look at another person and i assume they do you will obviously need something the resources in this world are not equal so therefore that which you have you have but then there is something you do not have and me looking at you as someone that has and you know stuff like that it does it's not an expression of god's love So basically the the basic message is open as as you learn more about yourself by secluding yourself from a world that has described you in order for you to learn God's description of you as you learn about it express it through love and so open yourself up to God is my basic message yeah begin to open up yourself to god and everybody on this earth has an idea of who god is mm-hmm. build on that idea until it becomes your lifestyle yeah so different people go take this path of just you know trying to find themselves yeah. and trying to define what is their life their purpose like you talked about yeah. and it's very different for everyone and the bad part is that when you are taking that journey you definitely meet people who are not okay with what you're doing and that's something that happens to all of us i wanted to know what would you tell them okay so first of all i i really i i am of the opinion that the change that you am impacting into yourself is positive first of all i yeah. do you know yeah and then second of all i'll i'll remind you as as you know just rem- I'm reminded of something in the scriptures that um um the wide road is easy and everybody takes it but yeah. the narrow road is hard and only few survive through it mm-hmm. and the reason is because the you 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 generally have an inspiration to become different right but then as you begin to walk in this different path that is meant for you you begin to see how hard it is and so like how you like what builds resilience is a consistency in humility and discipline mm-hmm. so when you have discipline what you're saying is that these habits that i have formed are great are like they are greater than the struggles i'm going through you get so the character that i'm trying to form ah beautiful um the there's a preacher that spoke about tempting 
tempting in my very little knowledge was a process when a blacksmith the guys that like punch on metal yeah mm-hmm. they like these guys who make swords they 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 take it to heat yeah yeah and then they see like then like when the um, like when the sword is on the fire then they're able to see like the red part the one that has black spots where it has black spots is where the metal the metal fragments have not yet formed together and so when they see that they beat it again they beat it they beat it they beat it they take it back to the fire in order for them to see whether there are more black spots if there are black spots they go back beat it until there are no black spots so basically in trying to become this new person that you are that you know that you're trying to be you will have to deal with the many things that you knew before that you were before in order for you to erase them so that you could fully become this new person and so that process is going to beat you it's going to break you but then it's going to refine you so you have to go through it the essence of a struggle is the beauty of the victory mm-hmm. you get the joy in in overcoming it wouldn't be as much but because this is a narrow road that has inspired you because you have a vision of the new person that you will become based and and this is you know this of the person that you currently are in order for you to become more of that person we you have to go through refining you are, you have to remove all the black spots that initially described you and you have to deal with them so that you could have this pure form this pure description that god has given you as mm-hmm. so go through the process of tempting with with passion go through it with conviction that it is on it is an important process so that you can become the perfect being that you envisioned yourself to be yeah it's important yeah there is a process that you have to go to through. becoming different. yeah yeah there is a process and it's not always easy it's definitely not it's easy. never it's easy but easy. then it's i guess this this is one of the things that i tell that i would like to say that if you know you have it you know you have it and you go through it and i think it it takes a lot of courage and i i would like to applaud everyone who goes through this even you cuz even me yeah, yeah I, was even, you. I was thinking of, right now I was thinking yeah. of myself like I really do need this also yeah like, just as an encouragement you're just a winner for just trying to go there amen and i pray that everyone goes there because that is a process of changing for the better hopefully yeah so one last question before we go into three uh we call i call it quickie three quickie questions Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, so do you do you have faith in the future generation? Yes, like I do. in making it. <laughs> I do. I do and the reason why I do is because the change that was inspired inside of me to transform me myself hmm. is similar to many other like God does not work on just me. He created us all. So he's working on every single person. and as long as every single person at least if three quarters at least tap it if a quarter tap into that light because god is not dead because god is working in each and every one of our lives so there is in i i do have faith if i have faith in the next generation because i have faith in god yeah yeah that's a really nice answer um so now we're going to go into uh 
quickie questions. There are only three questions and they're just meant to be quickly answered. Keeping in mind that you are, you have, you just believe in, in God. What else okay, defines yeah, you? Yeah, I think I understand yeah. it in a new way. Yeah. I'd say discipline. I'd say discipline. Apart from that's discipline. Apart from discipline. <laughs> yes. What else defines me? Yes. Okay, cool. I guess there has to be. Um, outgoing. Is no outgoing doesn't answer. The, okay. Yes, it can. Outgoing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Outgoing, kind, but then these are things that are very okay. Can I okay? Can I answer it like this? Mm -hmm. The things that God built within me uh -huh. that I can share with you that I can notice I have become. Fair enough. Adding on to the fact that I am I am a person determining to be more Christ-like, I notice that I can sometimes I do have this humorous thing going on, which allows me to be very expressive. Mm -hmm. Which um, you know, like in the light of very many characteristics in people, yeah. I feel like it's not something too hard for me to go out there and like tell people things about stuff so i guess it it, it inspires there's a confidence within me yeah i like there's that like, yeah there's a confidence there's also um there's also uh i guess there's it's not that i don't care but then in knowing who i have become through christ it's more like i i i'm not ashamed of who i am yeah like there's no shame in me there's no fear in me and there's no guilt in me you see, you gave me two of them. I like that. Second question is, what is one habit you're trying to learn right now? Um, waking up early, bro. Oh. Yeah, definitely waking up. And sleeping early, bro. Oh, yeah? I'm tired of you asking to watch movies at, like, midnight, bro. Stop that nonsense. So, anyway, <laughs> like, uh, I wanna, like, I wanna, I'm so dead serious, bro. Every time. I want to sleep um, earlier to have to have like on a wake up early so that like if I wake up, let's say at five, my day is already super active by eight. But if I start my day at eight, mm -hmm. my day begins its activity like at 11. So I'll get like I'll get more done with more life earlier. And um, also I want to cultivate a very consistent habit of reading the right books. No, of reading books. That but then are I have to make sure. You, yeah, that yeah. You have interest in. Yeah, that build me. Like they plant good seeds within me, so that off of what I learn from them, I bear good fruit. My brother inspires me to read more. He, oh. Like he reads twenty four seven. It's so irritating. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's that, and then also, um, I guess. That, well, this is one. I want to have more discipline in terms of sp my approach to people. I don't want to be a person that imposes. I want to have an, an like, I want to be open to where a person would share with me an expectation to learn, not an expectation of shame. Uh -huh. Yeah, because I imposed something. I want to tell truth in a way where you be open to number one, receive it, and number two, act on it. Not just, you know, like, I don't want to make you feel bad about it. And then in a wholesome way, reject it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you just told me the habit you want to, a quality that you want to, a habit you, you want to acquire. Yeah. Now, tell me about something that you're worst at, but you're trying to. Thank you. 
um, be better at. Very recently, I feel like I have been complacent with um, what I, I, I allow into my environment. Okay. It's very important. I can't, I can't, um, so um, I don't want to, I don't want to reintroduce my past life by showcasing that I'm new and allowing it to come and then therefore having this tug of war of maintain but then allow people to you know infiltrate this thing Mm -hmm. okay what I'm trying to say is if I am trying to uphold Christ from within and express him outside of I need to walk with his principles like every time so that um and I I don't want to have so and and Ever in case the clash, a clash occurs where the kingdom of God is having a clash with the kingdom of this world, I want to ensure that I'm always standing with the kingdom of God on my side. Mm-hmm. And so I want to keep my, I, I want to make sure as much as I have so much access in my environment, I need to ensure that my influence in everything is the kingdom of God and nothing else. And what you allow in your life. Yeah, what I allow in my life, yeah, is kingdom of God. Beautiful. Now, we're, we have come to the end of this podcast. Oh, uh, no, for real? Yes, we uh, have. No, for real? <laughs> oh, no. Yes, Moses, thank you so much for sharing everything about learning, everything about finding your spirituality, everything about growing. Yeah. We talked about a lot of things. Yeah, we did. And I did. thank you so much for just sitting down with me and we were standing, bro. What do you mean? And no, I'm uh, no, we're not. <laughs> That's how you see how he's. No, I'm not funny. Yeah, That's not I'm funny. telling you. Oh, oh, wait, to all that well, listen, to all that listen, I pray that God blesses you. Yeah. And I pray that um, He fulfills every one of your desires and makes you prosper in them. Okay. Yes. We'll see. Should, wait, should we shake hands? Yeah. No. Shake hands. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. No one saw that. But it was really cool. Yeah. Alright, that's it. See you on the next podcast. Bye.